Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Welcome back. Welcome back to Overflow with Kimberly Snyder. I'm so happy that you are here and with us joining in for today's episode of Overflow with yours truly. I wonder how you have taken some of the questions and some of the inspiration from our previous podcast around your manifesto, your ideal life, your vision for 10 years and your future self. And also, I'm also wondering if you're activating, if you're thinking about what can I be doing today to live in my overflow, which probably means also taking good self-care. I know that when we take good self-care of ourselves, we can live in overflow, which is taking care of others, being there for others, filling up their cup, and also facing life's challenges when we take care of ourselves. So welcome back to September Solo Selfie with yours truly, definitely making me wonder why I started this and if it's if it's helping. If you are interested and this is helping um, you in your journey of healing and activating and visioning your life in overflow, feel free to send me a message on Instagram or drop me a note at my email and provide some feedback. Totally open to your feedback and your comments, um, positive or constructive. I'm open. I want to think about September as self-care. And as we head into the fall months of autumn and winter, and maybe you're in business too and you're thinking about the close of the year and meeting targets, objectives, financial goals, I'm really trying to focus on, so what is your ideal life? What is that dream that you envision for yourself? And also, what is your future self? What is your best life, your most ideal, when you think you're most um, powerful, most successful, um, when you think about your bucket list and the adventures that you have attempted? When you think about your future self, how does that light you up? And I thought today maybe we would talk a little bit about 
or your bucket list? Did it generate some emotions? Did you have emotions bubbling up? Did you come to tears? Did you laugh out loud? Did you sort of get nervous? Were you happy and found joy in just thinking about the potential? The tickets, the flights to tickets that you're about to buy or the experiences you're about to invest in or call your besties and sign us all up for? Did it generate some emotions? Did it generate some energy? Some energy in you that caused you to activate? I think it should, when you think about your best self, your most vibrant, best in 10 years, 2033, myself in 2033, does it generate some emotion? And with that emotion, does it start to create and build some energy? And with that energy, does that create motion or momentum in you? And I'm wondering if you can link your emotions to your vision and see if you can spark those emotions, feel them bubbling, brewing, sparking inside you and causing you to take action, to take a step, to make a decision, to book in your calendar, to call a friend, to make a phone call. What action are you taking out of the emotion and the energy that is being generated when you think about your vision and your bucket list and your best, happiest, most vibrant self in 2033 and her looking back on this brilliant, beautiful, courageous, fun, adventurous, whatever that is for you, past 10 years. So some of the things I think when you generate and start sparking these emotions and start generating some energy, that's when I wonder about two things. One, do you have a accountability BFF, a best friend forever? Do you have an accountability partner or friend that you can share these ideas, share this wish list, share the bucket list with? Who can keep you accountable? How are you doing? What's one thing you're doing towards that this week? What are you planning to do next week once you accomplish you know, step one? And I think an accountability partner, I think it's healthy for us to write down our ideas, write down our wish list, journal. And I also think there's something else about speaking the words and sharing it with someone and them seeing the light or the spark in our eyes about how excited we are and also maybe seeing the light and the spark in their eyes reflected back at us that they're so excited for the adventure, the growth, the experiences that we hope to create for ourselves. And maybe you even spark that in that friend or that partner. And the second thing I think about is I use my phone to set alarms. And so I have set inspirational quotes to remind me about my 10-year plan, about my 10-year best self. And I've set them at different times, random times throughout the week with a little inspirational quote. And so whether it's my Apple Watch or my phone, the little reminder pops up, sort of, I've sort of forgotten about what times and what days I've set it. 
And so it just pops up to remind me, which acts a little bit as an accountability partner, also as a sort of grounder that, yes, this is all happening. Um, the chaos or the demands of life is all happening around me. But this is part of my journey to my 10-year best self and the future self saying, yes, this is part of your life. And how are you making sure that you fill yourself up, live your best life so that you can tackle the demands, the pulls, and the pressures, and also find joy so that I am living this happy best life. So one, I think a BFF accountability partner is something I would recommend, as well as something really small, which is setting a few phone alarms. And I set it throughout the week, like I said, at different times. And so it feels as if at random, they pop up and they just remind me. And so it's just a little alarm. So I look over at my phone or my Apple watch and a quote comes up and just sort of like grounds me, brings me back to the moment. And I take 30 seconds if I can, uh, if it's safe, um, to sort of just relish or soak in that reminder and just kind of take it in and let it fill up my soul, fill up my heart. And that brings me a little bit of joy in that moment and maybe a little perspective as well. So the second thing I wanted to talk about was when we think about our vision and our bucket list, then we bring it closer to today and we think about the next 90 days. Here we are headed in to the last quarter of 2023. I mean, yay, and that's crazy. It is crazy and I am excited. It's the last 90 days of 2023. And my question to you, you beautiful, smart, really smart, intelligent, beautiful person with business and a team and demands and all the finances and the financial strength that you have, you are doing it all and caring for so many and you are carrying the world on your shoulders. So for you, in the next 90 days, my question to you is, have you made sure, have you taken the time to carve out a small space for self-care? And I wondered on the last episode, I was wondering, do you have a gift certificate or a gift card? Do you have money set aside at a spa that's been in your drawer that you keep thinking one day? Do you have the benefits where you can get a massage paid for as part of your work and company benefits? Have you been using that? Have you been using it consistently to take care of yourself? What's something that really fills you up, fuels your energy, takes care of yourself so that you can take care of others that actually has been shoved to the back of your desk, to the bottom of the drawer? or is lost in the house somewhere, lost in your office space. So my question to you is what have you carved out for self-care? And really the follow-up might be, what will you carve out for self-care this month and in the next 90 days? What fills you up so that you can tackle each day. 
more and more as I'm working with leaders in leadership coaching, I'm finding when they take care of themselves, when they take care of the things that matter to them, that they value, that are important to them, when they take care of themselves, when they have problems, difficult conversations, when they have issues, things to tackle at work and in their team and in business, they seem to be stronger, more resilient, more resourceful when they have taken care of themselves. When they haven't and they have ailments, headaches, they haven't had a good sleep, they haven't been drinking good water, they haven't been to the gym, when they are down on themselves and sort of feeling slow because they haven't taken care of themselves, the obstacle in front of them seems so large, seems so overwhelming that even trying to generate ideas on what is possible, how can I tackle this, even asking them, you know, what does your gut say? They are so tired, they are so burnt out that they can't even come to some new ways of thinking or really focus on how to tackle the challenge or the obstacles in front of them. So what I wanted you to think about when you're listening to this podcast is when you think about the next 90 days, yes, all the demands, the push and pull, all the things, and what will you carve out for self-care? Now here's something I'll offer you. One is in my healing journey this year, 2023, I've tried to carve out small moments for myself to make sure that I am taking care of myself, my mind, my body, and my soul. And I was telling a friend the other day that I, in the morning, when I let the puppy out the back, I stand on the deck in the fresh air, and it's been summer, so it's been lovely, in my pajamas, and I do a few stretches I do a few stretches, whether it's reaching out my arm and kind of twisting my right hand down and twisting my left arm, my left hand up, and then reversing, twisting my right hand up and my left hand down and reaching out, stretching out my arms, or whether it's making like I'm a soldier and marching on the spot or kicking back my feet, kicking my bum, standing there, kicking back, or whether it's stretching to reach my toes. It's just the taking a deep breath, stretching, and just feeling all the energy sort of activating all my muscles. And I imagine just the energy starting to build in my body so that I can tackle whatever today throws at me. And I'll tell you something. The second thing that I've been doing is I've been doing this probably ridiculous um, shake it out. So I stand still I stand up upright as best as I can with good posture and I stay on my toes and I bounce up and down on my heels and when you do that you sort of feel like oh I'm bouncing on my heels my toes are staying on the ground but I'm bouncing up and down on my heels and I sort of feel like singing um, Taylor Swift shake it out shake 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 it out and I shake and I kind of shake my arms I shake my shoulders and I sort of shake away last night's sleep, 
I shake away anything that might have attached to me that is bad karma or negativity and I sort of shake it off. So I feel like I start with a fresh sort of like fresh vibration and I just do that maybe for 30 seconds. And that would be my tip. Like what are some little teeny tiny two millimeter self-care things that you can do like tapping your heels, tap, tap, tap while no one's looking for 30 seconds, breathing in, really taking in a big deep breath through my nose and just, you know, letting it all go, shaking it out, letting it all go. And that sort of leads me to the universe. And I wonder if there are some intuition or guides that are trying to remind you, that are trying to sort of tap you on the shoulder and say, hey girl, slow down. Are you aware of this? Can you see this? Do you see this is challenging you or this doesn't sit with you right? Or you don't agree with this or this is a real push or a real pull. This isn't bringing you joy. And I wonder if there are some signs that just maybe we should be a little bit more aware of. Little coincidences. Crossing paths with someone. Opening up a book on the page that just seems to say the right words, that has the right quotation that just cause you to pause. Maybe a song comes on the radio, you're trying to decide something, you're trying to plan something, and a song comes on the radio, and that's just the song with the words you needed to hear right then. Kind of stops you in your tracks, stops your stream of consciousness, distracts you for a moment. And I wonder if we can just become a little bit more aware of the signs. I I know it, it might seem silly and all the busyness and all the decisions that need to be made, but I wonder if we should be tapping into our universe, into our, into our universe, I was going to say, our intuition a little bit more. And I'll tell you a silly story. Um, Maybe it's silly. Maybe, maybe you won't laugh, but I was in a meeting and let's just say we we were in this meeting and there was this woman who her kind of comments, um, her attitude, her perspective were from my point of view a little bit harsh and, and negative and just didn't seem to sit right with me and seemed to be... Um, I'm not sure if I would say attacking, but just uh, kind of giving the gears. And so at the end of the meeting, I walked away and I was feeling like I'm going to take a walk. My neck is really tense. My neck was, I mean, I haven't been doing anything crazy. So my neck was really tense, like all the muscles were tense. So I was sort of stretching my jaw and I was leaning my neck to the left and I was leaning my neck to the right. And I was doing circles with my neck and my neck was just hurting. And so I took a walk. I went for a walk with the dog in nature, as we do, um, down a path. And gosh, my neck was really hurting. And I started to think about, I wonder if my intuition, I wonder if the universe is giving me this, giving me a sign 
And I wondered if my silence in this meeting was sort of affecting me physically. And in that meeting, I was a bit, I was an observer. So I didn't use my voice. I didn't speak up. I didn't challenge. I didn't ask a question. And so on the walk, I was noticing my neck. Like, how am I going to help my neck to relax? I could feel all the stress in my throat. And so I wondered, I wonder if this is a sign and I wonder if I need to be self-aware. And so I started walking and I started talking to myself out loud. Feel free to laugh. And I started saying to myself, I use my voice for positivity. I have power in my voice. My voice provides light. My voice empowers others. I use my voice to ask interesting questions. I use my voice as my strength. My voice is powerful. My voice is important. And positive after affirmation after another positive affirmation, I walked and walked and walked. And I thought about giving power to my voice. So part of it was reminding myself that in that moment of me remaining silent, it might have been better for me to use my voice. Not necessarily to get into an argument, but maybe to ask an interesting question. Maybe to cause the group to be curious. Maybe to empower someone else to provide their opinion or perspective, etc. And also it made me wonder about the meeting and how I show up. Because I think at the end of the day, we often think about how we wish others would do better, how others would speak more kindly or show up differently, or how others would reconsider. And so I was really trying to think about how I can learn from this moment. And it was actually later in the day when I had returned to my desk and I was working and I thought, hmm, my neck doesn't hurt. In fact, it didn't hurt when I came back from the walk. I wonder if all that sort of positivity as well as self-reflection, thinking about what guidance maybe the universe was trying to provide to me and sort of taking it seriously. And so I wonder if in your day today, if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling the negativity, if you're starting to feel the grind rather than the grit and the determination and the joy you find in that, I wonder if you can take a moment to breathe. And as you breathe, wonder, what can I do? How can I resolve this? And my favorite question is, what else? Because I do think as I work with people in coaching, often we can come up with a reasonable one, two, or three things. What do I want? How can I resolve this? Well, there's option A and there's option B. There's this or there's that. And so a very powerful two-word 
Next question, follow up. What else? What else bubbles up? What else comes to mind? What else is your gut saying? What else would be crazy? What else would be fun? What else does your gut say? And then I think the important thing, and certainly in my healing journey this year, it has been let that shit go. Let that shit go. Let it go. I think we hold on to other people's karma. That's her karma. That's his karma. That's their anger. That's their issue. That's their upset. That's the pain they carry. Why are they complaining, negative? Why am I holding on to that? Why am I holding? That is their karma. Let that shit go. And so that's the second thing. Kind of ask a question. Wonder how you can resolve it. What else? What else? What else? And then second, let it go. This is where I wonder if we should put that song on from Frozen, if you've watched the cartoon Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And then to sort of lock in our gut, our intuition, that that guidance, I would say the third thing would be Sort of tap into your heart, your values, your loves, what you're grateful for. Because I think when we sort of struggle to find what do I want? How can I resolve this? How else? How else? How else? And I try and let it go. I let go of their anger or their, that person was, you know, cruel or disrespectful or discouraging. How do I let that go? I think sort of turning to, you know, put your hand on your heart and think about your values, what you value, who you love, what you are grateful for. And when you turn to what's in your heart, why your mission, why your life, why your happiness is important, sort of helps you go back to question number one. What do I want? How can I resolve this? Holding on to what's important to you, what's so valuable to you in your heart. Now think about what do I want? How will I resolve this? Not them, not coaching them. They're not here. That's their karma. So let their karma go. Let their negativity go. And I invite you to think about what do I want with your hand on your heart, with your values, with the people you love, the things you're grateful for locked into your heart. See if you can find a new way, find a new direction, find what could be fun or adventurous. What would fill you up? And as I have seen time and time again, I promise you, when you are filled up, when you are fueled, when you are positive, when you feel joy, when you are living your best life, 
most vibrant, when you are in your overflow, you can tackle life's challenges. You can tackle what it's going to throw, what life is going to throw at you. Truly, sincerely, I hope today has been a little motivational, inspirational coaching in your back pocket. Think about your vision and think about does it spark emotion? Does it spark some energy? Does it activate you to gain some momentum? To create some action, a to-do list, a phone call, a calendar entry? Do you have an accountability partner? And as we head into the last 90 days of 2023, how are you making sure self-care is on your agenda? What will fill you up? And then lastly, thinking about the universe, your gut, your intuition, your inner guidance. I think we're so busy sometimes and so distracted that we're not thinking what our kind of mind, body, and soul needs right now. And I think taking self-care and being aware, what do I want? What does my body need? Do I need to remind myself to use my voice for good, not evil? To ask a question, to not stay silent, to raise my hand, to have the courage. And then let it go. Let that karma go. Somebody else's karma, why are you holding on to it? Let them go. That is their karma. That is their burden. That's their baggage to carry. I'm sure, I'm sure we have all enough of of our own. Let that go. And so if you're able to let it go, then turn back, put your hand on your heart and take a deep breath and think about your values, what's important to you, who's important to you and everything you're grateful for. And when you turn back to that, I think you will come up with new solutions creative and innovative ideas for what do I want and how can I resolve this and what else is possible? What else is fun? Thanks so much for listening. I truly value you tuning in to Overflow and the September solo selfies. If you have feedback, by all means, reach out, find me on Instagram, leave me a message or DM me. I am hoping that you are inspired to find self-care. And when you think about self-care, those are little activities that I think you can include every day. It might be your two minutes in the morning of stretching and tapping your heels and shaking off anything from the night before and yesterday before. And it could be something big where you're making big plans to start saving for that trip that you're bound to take the adventure, the experience. Something fun and exciting. By yourself or with your besties. I'm hoping this is sparking some emotion and some energy and maybe even activating you to take some action. Thanks so much for listening. Find your overflow. 
find your overflow. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.